there, you're listening to episode 86 of the Business of Making podcast. This week, we're talking about the types of videos that you can make to help sell your handmade products. We hope you enjoy it. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvis, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to another week of the Business of Making podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am Michaela, your host for today, and I am here with my co-host, Deb. Hello. And Jess. G'day all. And this week we're going to be talking about what type of videos you might be able to make, like marketing and promoting your handmade business. Before we do that, though, I want to give a shout out to some amazing people who support us on Patreon. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, you could go to (laughs) patreon.com forward slash T-B-O-M. And that would be amazing if you did that. Should we tell them what they get if they support us? Sure. What do they get? Well, if you're a, plat- a shout out, well, yeah, if you're a platinum patron, which is only five dollars a month, you get a link on our website on our supporters page to your website. You get a shout out on the show of your business, and I think most importantly, you get an extra bonus episode every month. So we do a cool. bonus Patreon only, platinum Patreon only episode every month for our platinum patrons. So yeah, that is all of the things. There's quite a lot of perks for five dollars a month. Um, and you get our little videos too. Yeah, yeah. All of our patrons yeah, get little, <laughs> for our video, we do these stupid little videos uh, for each episode where we just yeah, usually go off on tangents <laughs> about talking stuff that has nothing to do with We're the episode. We're usually tired and delirious. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, they're quite entertaining sometimes. So you get access to yeah. those in our Patreon feed as well. So there's, yeah. there's so lots behind of stuff the scenes. there. Yeah. See mm-hmm. what we look like when we're actually yeah. recording these episodes. <laughs> what we look like in general, if you have no idea. Yeah. yeah, so jump on that. If you have the means, that would be great. And I would love to be shouting you out in the next episode. For this week, I am giving a shout out to Ginny of Ginny's Craft Basket. Thank you so much for the support, Ginny. Ginny is a sewer, a needle and thread type person. She makes amazing quilts and baby and kids items and kitchen decor. Um, she's based in the States and usually sells through craft fairs, but she also has a great blog that she um, blogs to fairly regularly. So you can Check her out at Ginny'sCraftBasket.com and that's Ginny with a G. So check her out. Definitely. Thanks, She's got some nice blossoms across the Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very much appreciated. And uh, because we've had so many new Patreons recently, we have two people to shout out, which is awesome. So thank you, everyone. The second is Carrie from um, Australia and she has Lady Lathers, which is really um very cool. If you go to the website, which is ladylathers.com, she sells, makes and sells bar salts and body butter and perfume and bar soap and all that kind of stuff. So everything, you know, Lady Lathers, it makes sense. The greatest thing about her stuff is that, which is just something that I thought was really cool when I was reading her about Paige, she makes everything in her solar powered workshop and all of her packaging is either recycled, biodegradable, compostable or reusable. So thank you so much, Carrie, for supporting us and also for supporting the planet. Good work. <laughs> Thanks, we Carrie. Love you. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to both of you. So we're going to dive into this episode and we're going to talk about, as I mentioned before, what type of videos you could make for marketing your business. We're not really going to go into the tools and stuff, but more so the different types of videos. Can we start with why you would bother? Yes. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) So why? (laughs) Why? Why should you use video? Well, I feel at this stage, everyone would have heard video is the future of, you know, online marketing. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, by the year, whatever, everyone will be watching that many videos a day. Like there's all these stats out there that we did not research for you today because we are bad at doing this. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, I had that somewhere, but I didn't look it up. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's essentially saying that, you know, you really need to be embracing videos to market your business because more and more and more people watch videos. Every platform offers some sort of video feature now, be it on social media, marketplaces, all of that stuff. And so it's important to create videos, but I feel like a lot of makers don't know what the heck they should be doing mm. video. Oh, and that. it just seems like a whole nother overwhelming thing. Mm. Yes, it's just like, oh God, I've got to do videos now. <laughs> but not even just that people are saying you should do videos. I'm pretty sure isn't Facebook and Instagram algorithm actually preferring videos? Like yeah, I think they more- have for a long time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like well, they say that they don't. So, oh, really? I thought that something came out in a report that they were like, "Yep, we're going to give more changes." I think they've said they don't. Like, they've made a public statement. I'm pretty sure saying they don't. But here's the thing, though: it doesn't really matter if people like videos. Then that's what Facebook Mm. will prioritize, not because it's what they want, but because they prioritize what people like. So, if people like to watch videos, you know, automatically they're going to seem like they're being prioritized. So, I think Mm -hmm. like. It's more keeping the end user in mind and going like, oh, people love videos. You know, mm. it's cool. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's like, no, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say also like personally videos with captions because I don't know about everyone else, yes. but I never turn the sound on. <laughs> it's really annoying when you don't know what they're saying. <laughs> or it's terrifying when you like suddenly turn the sound on in like a context that you did not want to. And then everyone yes. is like, oh, that's the video that you're watching. Yeah. I see. <laughs> Yes. But I, I remember, yeah, I remember a few years ago first seeing a video on like a fashion sales website or it was a video of somebody wearing it and like moving around and turning around. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God, that is so much better than just a photo. Like yeah. yes. I can see how it actually flows and sits on somebody and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I think it's going to become more and more prevalent and more and more expected mm. over time. Totally. Especially for certain types of products. For example, mm. clothing, jewellery is a good example. Like I'm actually, um, I'm being lazy, but on my list, <laughs> the list is to definitely do videos showing like how to put on certain earrings of mine that look a little bit tricky to put on, like things like that. Like if you have jewellery or if you have stuff that flashes in the light, you mm. can do a video showing that. So there's lots of options and there's lots of other things like toys show a kid playing with the toy you know there's so many things so that's what we're kind of talking about today is all the different types of videos that you Mm. could be doing Mm. to market your product and I guess there's probably different reasons why you would do each different type like we just mentioned why Mm. you should be doing it is because perhaps social media um, that's the good option to do because the end user is going to like it but there's different then reasons within each of those like subcategories so like yeah. The one that Jess was just talking about was showing off your product and there's multiple ways of showing off your product. It's a great way to, especially if you're selling online where people can't actually pick up the product. You know, we used to say, you know, have lots of different images showing all the different angles. It's like, well, you could do that in one video, you know, like yeah, you exactly. and show the different angles. So that's one of the sort of mm. I guess, categories of types of videos that you would do mm. is showing off the product. Yeah, so mm. just showing it from all the different angles, making sure you have nice clear lighting. I think it's also it's also great because it shows the scale of a product. Like if somebody's holding mm. it, 
or someone's moving it around, then it's kind of way more obvious with the size of the product and things like that. Like even mm. um, if you sell supplies or something, like showing you holding it and like moving it around and stuff, it makes it so much more real and so much mm. easier yeah. to figure out. Oh, that's it's that attention size. grabbing too. Like you know, it's always going to be your eyes are always going to go to that versus a steel image on the side of it. So yeah, I think any product that you sell can be turned into when you take your pictures. Also think about taking a video, and it, mm. it literally can be if it's a bracelet, you turning your like wrist a little bit so that you can see the shine on the bracelet that's a video you don't need your i think that's the fear that most people have is video oh my god i need to be on camera i need a microphone i need makeup i need oh god i haven't washed my hair how do i do all these things like you don't actually need to be on the actual video yourself which i think is a big like relief moment for most people and they're like oh i see there's other videos we can do and those product ones, like it can be if you if you have jewelry, yeah, you could be wearing it on your wrist or something like that. But the others, it's literally just going around the product. Or how that? Okay, I don't know how that's called, but I think that's the most practical way to look at it. You know these things you put in the middle of a table when you have like heaps of guests, mm-hmm. and like a lazy it turns, Susan. It's called a lazy Susan. Yeah. Okay, I was. That's what we call it here it anyway. <laughs> lazy Susan. Lazy Susan. I wonder what the story behind that name is. It's funny that it's not called uh, Lazy Jack or no, something. I love that you anyway. don't know that term. <laughs> yeah. What do you call it in French? I don't know. Oh, okay. Rotating no disc table disc. <laughs> I think it would be free. I don't actually know because my brain is completely switched off to French right now because I'm trying to record a podcast in English with you like this. <laughs> but also I feel like it would be like just three words to say what it does. You know what I mean? Anyway, you know, these things, they're like those turning table pretty much kind of thing. And you can just have that and put your product on it. Say it's a mug, say it's, you know, something like a candle or whatever, and turn that with your phone or your camera in front so that Mm. you see all the angles. That's a video that, you know, you're not on, Mm. but it's essentially an animated image. That's the way I look at it. And these are the like kind of simple things to do that you can use Everywhere, social media, on your website, on your listings, anywhere really, Pinterest, mm. all that good stuff. Yeah, it's basically just a product showcase of one of one product yeah. and yeah. showing the inside, the outside. Like, yeah, if you're if you're making a bag, you can, you know, show unzip it, zip it up, show people the inside, open it up, you know, let them Put see. Things in. Yeah, take them out. <laughs> I love. I seriously love that with bags when people show you how much stuff was in there. Yeah. You're like, wow, I can put all my mess. It fits. Look, she had all of this stuff in there and it, and it was closed, you know, like because it's, yeah. it's practical. People like this is like the difference from shopping in real life airports, mm. <laughs> you know, where you can touch the thing, you can see the dimension, you can put it on you. And, and we can't do that online. So the video kind of like brings that back, that experience mm-hmm. of like turning a product and looking at all this, the the sides of it and all of that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a big product like a, you know, furniture or something, you can just walk around it and take a, like a video of you walking mm. around it. You can zoom in on any featured details. I think that's a good idea as well. So you can get Mm. close up to any, you know, cool details on your product. Yeah. So there's lots of, lots of things to consider there, but Mm. um, it really brings it to life for people. And I think that's really powerful. Yeah, I agree. I guess another, I keep using the word category. I'm just going to stick with it now. (laughs) Of type of video could be perhaps process. Mm. Mm -hmm. What would you guys Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Love process. Yeah, I was going to say behind the scene, which I guess sort of like encompasses process. Mm -hmm. 
behind the scene could be more done process, but it's kind of like showing how you make things or how you do things in your business and taking people behind the scenes. Yeah, some of the accounts I love looking at the most are the ones, especially pottery. <laughs> you like showing the yes. wheel, you know, build, yes. making something so on, the, on the potting yeah. wheel. Or... They make it look so easy too. Know. Like, oh, yeah, look at that. It's coming together nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that easy. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> showing that, you know, any sort of process is really cool. Like, you know, showing crochet or knitting, you can even like speed it up and make it like a time lapse. I've done that well, years ago now. I'm like, God, probably like 10 years ago, I did like a time lapse video showing how I made one of my products. And that was really, it was really hard to do back then, but it was, it was really fun to do. So mm. that's something you can do as well. And look, don't be afraid that someone's going to copy you because anyone who could copy you knows how the hell to do it anyway. So, you yeah. know, just, just do it. Unless you've invented some miraculous new technique that, that you got a patent and yeah, actually that's like, right, that yeah. nobody else can ever figure out, please don't worry about that sort of thing. Yeah. It's hurting you more than yeah. it's hurting them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I love the most about that process idea is that who is not doing that are big retailers and people who do not make handmade products because mm. they're not going to show you how they mm. mass produce mugs. <laughs> In a Chinese factory. Yeah. Totally. Not cool. People would be like, that is not a glamorous like Instagram post at all. And so I feel like doing that process, you're also reminding people what they're buying and it helps you sort of communicate that value of it's a bit more expensive than your regular mug because it's handmade and look at me doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're, they're being reminded of like this, the love for the craft and, and that goes into it, the work that goes into it. So yeah, I think this is my favorite part of it. It's because it's really, really great for, for the handmade industry in general. Mm-hmm. And there's not, not that many e-commerce shops that can actually do that because they're embarrassed of how they do their products. <laughs> they know it's low quality <laughs> crap from China where you're like, you know, like I'm thinking about like, leather goods and things like that like I love watching like an artisan like doing like really proper stitch manually mm-hmm. you know with their hands and going like wow this is gonna like last a lifetime this wallet I know yeah. it's really well done versus what I would do in a factory just gluing like fake things together with like crappy glue and you know so it's important because it helps you in your brand in your pricing as well and it kind of like up level your brand and your positioning mm-hmm, in the market yeah. so really really good and if you have a really nice workspace you're taking advantage of that as well like showing that mm. to people because people feel you know like they're coming into your world i uh, love workspace stuff. Yeah. <laughs> definitely that behind the scenes for me i'm like yes show me how you do it and yeah. then you know i love where if you show people the side where you take your photos and it's all beautiful and tidy and then you pan the camera it's like oh yeah there's the mess oh okay that's really (laughs) interesting because I was gonna say like if you look at my my setup my office like for the the video behind me it all looks really nice and and my office is generally pretty nice but the workshop is not pretty (laughs) downstairs it's like you know it's half our garage it's like just full of tools and 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 but it's very neat like I you showed it to me it's very tidy still it's not like there's (laughs) crap everywhere no no but it's not it's not aesthetically pleasing like we don't have a particularly aesthetically pleasing setup but that's okay. Like you can still either show it or you just take smaller videos that mm. only show a little bit of the yeah. you can You can find the one bit that looks kind of nice, you know, and have that as your background. 
Um, yeah, and I think it can totally work. It depends on your brand. You know, mm-hmm. I think if you're going for that more kind of like curated, I'm not going to show any folds in my business <laughs> kind of thing, then yeah, you want this like really nice look. But it can also be like, hey, we're a family business and it can literally be a video of you going like, I've just put a big like student on the thing for dinner tonight. I have an hour <laughs> to go and do this in the workshop. Let me show you what I'm doing now. And it's actually a great connection because people yeah. understand what a messy garage last workshop would look like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy to think that you would have a completely like Instagrammable workspace when you're <laughs> creating products, you know, yeah. like, because yeah. then you turn into the more factory like settings and yeah. you're getting out of handmade. So I think, you know, there's a, there's a line and you decide where, which side you want to be on in yeah. terms of what you want to show and not show your customers. Even but if I think you are fine. like totally curated though, like that's what stories are for, right? Because yeah. they got, yes, so exactly. like you can still have your beautiful feed of all yeah. the beautifulness. Which we could have a whole conversation yeah. about how the world is fucked because of all this beautifulness. But anyway, <laughs> it's all a lie, people. All, it's all a lie. lie. But yeah, use your stories for that for those things. If you do have stuff yeah. that's slightly more messy, just like keep it real, everyone. Keep it real. Yeah. I keep meaning to do a house tour, like a house and workshop tour for my YouTube channel. I just haven't got mm. around to it. Because I love watching those. <laughs> yeah, they're so cool. I love it. I love it to see. I love workshop play, like offices. I love going like, oh, that's where you work. And I always go like, oh, I wish I could open that drawer. I know there'll be lots of beads in there that I play with. Like the messier, the better. I'm just like, oh, I love all this stuff. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, so again, it's about building that connection. So, you know, the product photo ones, it's more kind of showing the product off. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, straightforward. Then we're getting to the behind the scenes, the process. It's more about showing the, yeah, showing the the actual art artistry that's going mm. into it with your process videos. And then mm. the behind the scenes videos are showing the the life and the the reality and the connection. Which makes that yeah connection. And yeah, makes like people the between people, people buying from someone else and buying from you because they yeah. make you know jive with you a bit more. So yeah, exactly. Important. Yeah. I was thinking. Another category could be instructional, which is mm. what you touched on before, Jess, about showing people how to put the earrings in, mm-hmm. but not even just how to use the product. I was sort of thinking about maybe some other examples we could talk about depending on the business. Like if you also teach workshops, then you could mm-hmm. do actual snippets of instructional videos of like, this is what a workshop is like, you know, taster type thing. Do you guys have any other ideas for instructional type? Well, I think for instructional, it depends. You want to keep in mind who is going to be interested in that particular piece of content because you you don't want to start doing instructional that like, so if you only sell, say, artwork and you're not teaching workshop or anything like that, for you to explain how to do your art to, to in too many details, you're going to attract people that want to learn how to do watercolor. Yeah, so yeah, you're attracting the wrong people. Yeah, You're mm-hmm. attracting the wrong people. So you need to sort of really keep in mind are the people searching for this kind of video, watching this kind of video, the people that are going to do what I want them to do, either mm-hmm. book a workshop if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. or buy a product. So depending on that, like it's like, what's the intent of the video? Yeah. I think there's lots you can do though to like instructional, instru- okay, that word. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my word, my mouth was like, it's not coming out nicely. But also just like useful tips. If It mm. can be, you know, like if you sell scarves, um, bandanas, things like that, like, a cool video would be like how to tie it seven different ways around your head. Like, cause I would love to watch that <laughs> and I would watch that only if I intend to buy 
a bandana or a scarf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you sell paintings, to, an instructional video showing someone how to hang a picture. I on was going to say the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's or, the or what else could go with it? Yeah. You know, like yeah. how to organize it? How do you organize it? How do you yeah. decide where yeah. to put your picture in your house? Like yeah. those sorts of things. Exactly. Yeah. I think if you like something like artwork, to me, there's kind of it's really obvious. Like if you're trying to sell the artwork, have like a time lapse video with pretty music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you're trying to teach how to do it, it's going to be a completely different type of, yeah. of yes. video, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that would be more of the like the process photo. So I guess mm-hmm. just as the example we just used, an instructional video for an artist might be something more along the lines of what to do with the artwork once it's been purchased. Yeah. 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 As a jeweler, like one thing that just came to mind was like I could do a video showing different necklace lengths, like this sort of length and that's this sort of length. How to lay it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like things like, I mean, there's so many that I could do. How to stack different rings, how to Mm. do layers, how to clean silver jewelry, how to do you keep it uh, safe and clean and. The different metal when you're shopping, if you have like sensitive ears and which one, and then you're like, and turns out mine are great because they won't make it, (laughs) you know? So all this stuff that are like pre purchase questions that people have in mind that could like mm-hmm. potentially help them make the decision because you build trust as well and they sh- you show that you really care about more than just selling the product that you really want to help people and I think that not enough people do that certainly mm-hmm. in the world yeah and you know if you are happy to be on camera then there's the you know there's different types of videos you can just talk about you know your design process for example get your sketchbook out and go hey you like show that or just literally talk to the camera um, or talk to your, your people about Mm. what you're thinking of doing ask questions like that's a really good one to do on especially your instagram stories is like ask questions of your of your audience and go hey so i'm thinking about like what do you think of these two colors which one should i go with and like put a little thing up there and you know stuff like that like it just engages Mm. people and Mm. they feel like they have a say you know and Mm. they are actually an active part in your business development so i think people really enjoy that sort of thing as well Are you considering transitioning to full-time with your handmade business? If so, you'll be happy to know that I'm interrupting a conversation to talk to you about a guide that's going to help you do exactly that. We know it can be scary to jump into your handmade shop being your sole source of income. And so we made it a little bit easier for you by listing out everything we think that you should consider both on the personal and business financial levels so that you feel confident you can transition to full-time safely and that you're not forgetting anything. You can get the guide at thebusinessofmaking.com slash getfreebies and that's all in one word, getfreebies. And you'll also find the link in our website at thebusinessofmaking.com. Back to the show. So I have a question for you guys. What do you think about when stories like first, well, not even first came out, but were still quite, quite fresh, um, there were a lot of, I guess, social media educators out there sort of encouraging people to go onto stories as much as possible, just like face the fear, do it anyway, blah, blah, blah. But what I saw then was a lot of business owners going on and just talking gibberish about nothing. It was just like telling us, you know, two hours of like just their day, like forgot, forgetting to mention their product. But the sort of slant on it was that more people are learning more about you and it's building that relationship because they're interested Mm. in you as a person. My take on that is like I didn't 
appreciate watching them. Like I would just skip straight over it. Yeah. So what do you guys reckon? Like how could that be utilised in a better way? Yeah, I there are some people I follow who do that and I just I didn't really skip over them as well. Like I, I kind of don't really care what your kid's doing or what you <laughs> what you're planning for I mean, dinner like, tonight or we always like, sort of say put yourself into it yeah and i agree like you know the stories are what are they 10 15 seconds long 15 seconds? i don't even know whatever you could do like two of those on something yeah but not like ten. like you know when you see the little the little dots up the top and there's like so many they're just tiny little dots and it's like mm. which bit is relevant to me like i don't mm. know which bit i should be listening to and it's all just kind of boring so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think depends on story your just too. to do a story is just sort of busy work. Mm. Like it's like, what are you tracking? What are you testing? Like, mm. you know, some people will do really well with long story because they have a natural ability to like storytell mm-hmm. and then they'll hook the audience and yeah, they can go 15 little things or 15 seconds and everyone watch them and it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Others, it's just a ramble and that's hurting the relationship more mm-hmm. than anything else and you're just skipping. So it just depends on you and like some just experimenting with different length I think is important so mm-hmm. you see what works, what doesn't and varying those lengths as well. Yeah, so maybe looking don't... at those analytics and this is a different... Yeah, and like who is actually watching till the end? When do they drop? Like what, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing like a 15... Can, can we call them slides? I don't know how to call them. This 15 second beat. Well, they're stories, stories, aren't they? Like each individual one. You're doing 15 stories in the one story. That's what I mean. It's complicated <laughs> to explain. <laughs> Thanks, Instagram, for making the, the <laughs> lingo very not helpful. Anyway, um, if you're doing like a 15 one, like when do they stop watching? You know, because mm-hmm. you can see like, uh, you know, 100 people watch, 75, 40. Mm-hmm. Like when do they stop? What were you saying? Mm-hmm. Did you start talking about your cat for way too long? And that's when people dropped off you know, like, and lost interest. So if you're going to do it, like do it, you know, scientifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, like experiment and test. I still sometimes post videos of my cats doing stupid shit, but it's like one, one mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Not yeah 20 yeah. stories. That's what I think people, because like, I don't want this to come across as where like, don't talk about yourself ever. Cause that's boring. Cause that's basically what I said, but it's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is keep it short mm-hmm. and sweet and keep mm-hmm. the majority of all of those videos really relevant to your customer because it yes. shouldn't be about you, right? It should be mm-hmm. about your customer. And so you can still mention stuff that's important that's going on in your life or whatever and like get them involved maybe ask them a question about it so it's still about them Mm. but just be careful about I guess that ratio of content of what you're putting in those videos and also are you getting results from it are you getting more clicks to your profile are you getting more clicks to your link from there are you getting more orders yeah (laughs) you know like slowly but surely doesn't mean like in the first time you try stories you should definitely see a result because it takes time and consistency but at some point if you're recording like you're spending an hour and a half on instagram doing stories and you're not getting a lot more traffic from instagram because of it like something in your strategy needs to change yeah Mm -hmm. it sounds like you're doing it for you rather than for some for your business at that stage like maybe vanity reasons yeah, or whatever which is fine if you enjoy or doing fear it you're off missing you know? out because you're not doing stories but yeah. you're already missing out because you're not getting the benefits from and it, this so comes to my current bugbear of not needing social media to be successful but that's a whole other <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah but and we'll talk as well i think the next episode we were going to talk about like uh what platforms you can use video on and yeah. what sort of um type of because right now we're sort of going through different types of videos and i feel like that definitely some of them you would use in a list listing you would never use on social media yeah. and vice versa like what type of content you yeah. would share where we'll talk about that we'll next probably time. we'll probably mm-hmm. like be ranting about instagram a bit more next time <laughs> 
Um, so other, another sort of video, another category, as Michaela's using it, is uh, customer videos. So videos oh, from yeah, your customers. Mm-hmm. So either, you know, where they've maybe done their own Instagram story or they've sent you a video or whatever praising your product. You should reshare and should and could reshare them on your own platforms. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is where it's important that when you send a product out, you make sure your social media links are in there so people can tag you and things like that. So, mm. yeah, so that's like probably one of the best type of videos that could possibly exist is when your customers actually send you a video of yeah. them loving your stuff. So that's mm. pretty awesome. Like I love it on Etsy when I get a review and it's like someone's uploaded a photo and it's like, oh, cool. I can see, you know, or customers email me with their photos of their wedding or whatever. Yeah, that's so really, cool. really lovely. And it's massively good for social proof too because exactly. you can see, oh, yeah. you know, what the real thing looks like in a real context. So, exactly. Yeah, so love it. just remember if they've sent it privately, you need to ask their permission before you share it publicly. If they've shared it publicly, mm. like if they have an open Instagram account, for example, and they've just shared it on their story, you can just reshare it. It's fine. But if they've shared it on a private platform, just mm. make sure to ask permission before you reshare it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, that's fantastic marketing. It's like you can't mm. pay for that sort of mm. social just, proof. Yeah. Old-fashioned well, I'm sure, mouse, I'm sure right, some but. people do and get fake reviews and stuff, but Probably. you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just think about infomercials, people. What do they use on infomercials to sell? They use customers. Yeah. Promo- okay. Like saying, this product changed my life. It's so amazing. <laughs> like that's what most of the infomercial is. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Cook, but with this new pen, <laughs> I can cook anything on the go. <laughs> great. So yes, yeah, that's it's incredibly important to think yeah, about. That's um, another type of video I've got in mind, definitely a bit more involved. But the good thing is, you only do it once, and you do not need to do it again. It's like one of those that you would plan. You would maybe like rehearse a few times. You would definitely be on camera, so you might you might <laughs> hate me for that. But it's one where you introduce yourself and your brand and your story. Mm. So it's like my story, essentially. And it'd be like, hey, I'm Jess. I live there. This is what I do. Um, This is why I do it. This is the values we have in the business. And, you know, obviously your script will be a bit more engaging than this. But just sort of like. I'm super interested. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) My values are. (laughs) But, you know, just introducing yourself and, and creating that connection. Because, again, and that is something that can only happen for handmade business in the e-commerce retail space because it's really hard. Oh, you, you do see it for bigger retailer, like the founder will have a video saying, hey, um, uh, whatever, and I'm the founder of, but it still connects you to the brand. And I think that's really important for that reason and even more when you create handmade products because then they, they're like, oh, this is the person that's going to make my lovely mug or my mm-hmm. lovely necklace. You a know? lot of makers, like well-established makers, have though, like have that video on their website as like a main yeah. video. And I've seen quite a few where they've obviously hired an actual video production mm-hmm. company to make it for them with them because it's so well done. Yeah. Like it's an investment, but it, man, I've considered doing it so myself good. because it's it just looks so beautiful. And like yeah. you're telling the story and you're showing the products being made it's and it's just, there's nice music over the top of it. I mean, I, uh-huh. Nick and I have done our own version, uh, which is it's pretty sad. <laughs> a few years ago, it's like us sitting on stools in our studio, like talking about it. And he, like getting him on camera was like the most difficult thing ever. <laughs> so That's not so comfortable cool, with it. But there is, yeah, we have that like, this is who we are and this is what we do. And yeah, that's awesome. I like that a lot. So it's a little bit yeah, awkward, a little that. bit silly, but it, it's there. So I love that. And especially for something, I feel like when, you know, you're selling like wedding rings and things mm. like that, there's a little bit of an emotional connection to the actual ring that mm. this person's going to have for the rest of their life. Yeah. 
And so I feel like connecting with a maker in that way, you know, is, is special because you're like, oh, this was made by this lovely couple and I know who they are. Like, yeah. I feel like I know them. And it's, you know, you can't, there's nothing you can do in your copy that, like you can write that in an about page, but it's never going to be as effective as the connection you get when you see another human on the screen. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you know, it's like going on a Zoom meeting with or without video. Like mm-hmm. it's always going to be better with. Well, it's the reason um, we record have- this podcast with video we we can all see each other yes oh my god imagine if we couldn't see each other we should try and do just a funny episode like that one time and just see how different it would be (laughs) we'd be talking over each other all the time (laughs) all the time yeah and then there'd be awkward silence (laughs) (laughs) who's talking next (laughs) the succession of like silences all the same time silence all the same time because you guys can't hear it the listeners but we're often like gesturing to each other and stuff like putting our hands up like I'm that I want to speak next and stuff so like yeah it would yeah. be so difficult mm, yeah. we didn't have video going on right now um I have an example for that very well-made video from one of a patron actually so let's give her a little shout out so that you guys can <laughs> check out what I meant by those videos that are definitely more planned and you know prepped for staged if you want uh, but that you only do once. And it's uh, Nila from Nila Weber. Mm. So it's N-I-L-L-A-W-E-B-B-E-R. So mm-hmm. double L, double B, um, dot com. And she makes jewelry. So she has, if you scroll to the bottom of her homepage, she has three videos. One is my story. So she's on camera. You can see her make jewelry. Mm. And then also she comes on camera and explains where she's from, where she lives, what she fell in love for making jewelry and how she learned it. And so you automatically feel really connected with her. And she has a video that's behind the scene in the studio where she shows you around the studio, beautiful as well. And then the third video is like a vision slash mission for the brand where you like want to purchase by the end of it just because you love her for it. (laughs) And And I know it's like people like, well, I only make jewelry, so I don't really know why like you know what is it that i'm going to talk about see what she's done and it's really well done and essentially she's just saying uh she does um there's always little messages engraved on the jewelry that she sells that and she has a vision for that which is empowering women and all of that and so she explains that and it's very lovely because it makes you feel like this would be the perfect gift for my mom or mm-hmm. for my sister or whatever and and it's special by the end of that you're like i want to purchase from this woman if i have to make you know, jewelry purchase. So yeah, have a look at it. Don't let yourself be too, um, I guess, scared by the fact that these videos are, they're not professionally made. I think she, a nephew did it for her, but obviously a nephew is like a rock star because they're like really good videos. So maybe you have that, but maybe you have like- Hire a child. Ones around. Yeah, like- <laughs> a teenager. Or generation, whatever they are, the young ones these days. Yeah. <laughs> but Zoomers. someone that can help you do it and doesn't need to be a professional or someone that's learning mm. in video school or someone that would do it for cheap. Um, and we're going to yeah. talk in our Patreon only episode about the tools you need to do good video, mm. aren't we? So that's coming yeah. up. Also, As just, a side note, sorry, just on, on Nila's website, everyone should go and have a look at it because her branding is great. Like not, not just mm. the, like her logo and colors. I mean, how she's infused that brand, which is not this episode, but anyway, how she's infused that brand into every part of the website is really a very good example. So definitely mm. go have a look. You can see even on the video thumbnails, it's just mm. really good, really, really good. Yeah. Well done. She, she's done really well. Yeah, yeah it's really beautiful. I, I was just thinking on video, just a random aside, 
should we just start putting our videos on YouTube? Should we just start recording our podcasts and putting them on YouTube? Maybe we get more more people. No, no. Michaela's making a face like... and saying, fuck no, 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 I'm not cool with that I was idea. thinking, but then I can't have my mum bun on and I have to put yeah, clothes no, like that look like clothes on. No, 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 no. <laughs> we could Sorry. get more people, a bigger audience. Nope. Which is what we're talking about in this video. Uh, we could, though, do like a thumbnail and then the sound is the video. We could do that, yes. <laughs> People like watching video. Come on. <laughs> I don't know if it's that interesting. I'll, just I'll like keep working on them, everybody. Like, you tell know. us, audience, would you like to <laughs> What would you like? <laughs> we could do like, I remember watching Claire Bowditch was doing videos a few years ago and she was talking like interviewing people but then having an illustrator do like a time-lapse illustration as the as the video that was super cool we could do something like that if we were millionaires yeah well one day one day um okay I thought about two more categories okay. videos, awesome which are a lot less involved that one I just said <laughs> on the other side of the spectrum of involvement and commitment to video is if you already have images, which I don't know how you wouldn't, if you're selling products online, you can turn them into videos by animating them. Mm -hmm. So essentially imagine a picture of your product. I'm going to imagine that this is a necklace because it's the easiest thing. I don't know. That's what I have in mind right now. And it's a still image. You could just animate it so that it zooms in onto the pendant or like some feature if it's some some other product that you're selling. Um, So essentially you're not, even having to retake a video of this product, you just use a still image that you already have and you animate it so that it's considered a video. And the benefit, like you're probably going like, what would I do that for? (laughs) And it's because it still catches the eyes a lot more on social media. It will turn it into, if you use it on something like uh, Pinterest, it's now a video pin, so it's treated differently in the algorithm. Uh, on your listings, it's also attention grabbing and all of that good stuff. So it's better for reach and kind of like, yeah, grabbing at- attention. Uh, and it's easy because you already have those images. Mm-hmm. And you could also, um, if you have multiple images, just put them into a slideshow and like put a bit of music over the top. That's yeah. extremely easy way to make a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I've and done like, this in the past. Yeah, so easy. And you already have everything. So it's not like you need to like get a camera, do a video shoot, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. It's just like a matter of putting a couple of pictures and turning them into a slideshow yeah that's a good one Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a perfect segue for that second idea I had so this is three now for you guys (laughs) which is gif or gif or gif yes no one knows it's a gif gif it's a gif we are putting the announcement out it is gif do not say gif (laughs) why would you even say gif that's a j sound yeah I guess because I'm French I don't know, because uh, that would definitely be GIF in French, I think. Right. Anyway, mm. uh, GIF, which essentially, because I think like when we say video, we're imaging like this really high quality or products or faces and all of that. But a video is just like something that's animated. Mm. So it doesn't even need to be the actual image of your product that's animated. So you could have, for example, um, your text could be animated on top of a still image uh, or above or below or whatever and or you could have just a little cute illustration that's animated and yeah, like wiggly lines or something yeah, yeah exactly exactly and all of this counts as videos even though your product is actually just a still image mm-hmm. in this 
So you have to think outside of just like what you have in mind when you think about video, which is like someone talking to a camera and that's completely overwhelming. And then you're <laughs> like, I'm never going to do video because all of these ways are, are accessible, easy. We'll talk about tools in the Patreon episode. And I think, because I know we're about to wrap up, what's really important is that this is not an option that you have. Like right now we were like pretty nice, like you should do video, but I kind of want to say you really just have to do videos. You have to do Like <laughs> two years ago, we talked about our videos are coming. They're going to be bigger and bigger. And they are, but now they're literally everywhere. Every platform is adding them into even like product listings on Etsy mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. It is not an option. If you don't learn how to do video now, everyone's going to learn before you and your shop is not going to look as good. Your listings are not going to look as good. Your social media is not going to be as engaging. Like it's just, it's sad. We yet, we have to, to like learn yet another thing. But you you just have to evolve with it. But and, like the learning curve that. with this is so much. It's not that big. You Everybody know, has it's, a yeah, it's fine. So it's, easy to dive into this. So yeah. you know, yeah. just make it part of your regular. Like whenever you're taking photos, also do a video, and you know it'll yeah. become second nature. It won't be a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I think we covered a comprehensive range of categories <laughs> there <laughs> of different types of videos that you can use. Um, thank you all for listening. We love coming to you several times a month. <laughs> if you're, uh, well, technically several, so two times a month if you're um, just part of the general public. Thank you for listening. But if you're a Patreon member, then, of course, you get that third bonus episode a month, um, which will be coming out soon too. So thank you so much all for being here. We will be back next time. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Hey there, Maker. Are you loving the Business of Making podcast? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to continue producing the show. You can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And depending on your level of support, you can get perks like behind the scenes and extra special content, including video, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast itself. Every month, we also release a secret podcast episode available only to our platinum patrons. Just head on over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support.